Hi guys, you're listening to Eliminate with me, Zoe Clark, and my special guest, Paddy McGrew. First of all, welcome Paddy to the podcast. Thank you, it's nice to be here. Yes, this is our first ever podcast. I've heard a lot about it. So, first of all, I think for anyone listening, we should have a little introduction. Yeah, that'd be good. To yourself, first of all, and then maybe how we met each other and how we've got to this point where we're sitting in a podcast and you're my first ever guest. So if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, so my name is Patrick. Um, 26. 26. So, soon to be 27. Mm-hmm. Going to be an old man. Um, from outside Ballygoy in Tyrone. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah, this is my girlfriend. Yes. What is your job? Um, I'm a senior instructor at Tallsley Activity Centre. Yeah, so you just push people down. Ziplines, that would be one of my tasks, yeah. Yeah, and what are you studying at the minute? I'm doing a master's in business development and innovation right now. Okay, and something fun. What is your what is your type of music? Like, what's your genre of music oh, you go to? Oh, good question. Um, my music taste is very varied, but um, if it was to put out a few artists there, I would think of Kid Cudi... Um, I'm thinking of Kanye West. I'm thinking of Everything from Beyonce. Mm-hmm. We were a listening lot. to a lot of Beyonce this yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah, it depends how I feel really. I'm okay. weekend. Just cool. Okay. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Brilliant. Okay. Thanks so much for giving an introduction to yourself. Um and well I can explain how we kinda Yeah. Got to be Yeah, okay. Um I would say lockdown kinda ha the little backstory. Um, I was in. I was in. A- there was a pandemic, guys. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> there was a pandemic. Everyone knows about the pandemic. We both moved back in with our parents, essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for lockdown. I moved. I travelled back from America. I was there, and never in my life did I think I was going to move back into my parents for a bit. I'm sure you kind of were thinking you're going to be up in Belfast and doing your yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't exactly. Yeah, what I expected. And anyway, um. As the thing goes, lockdown, bit of online dating. And then we quickly realised that we were actually neighbours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we had never met each other. But like, we mean... I thought it was a typo on the app. You know, yeah. Zoe is dot dot dot, by the way. Like you literally know, like 0.05. Was it missing a digit there? Yeah. Mm. And then we literally hit it off. And long story short, nearly a year later, after the dating, the online dating, the... Little trips, the trials and, trials and tribulations of dating in lockdown. Here we are today. The love out of lockdown is one we'd say. Success story, I'd a say. A success story. So far. So far, a very Thanks success story. So that's why I thought, what, who not better to bring on to my first podcast to talk about love than the other half, the boyfriend. So our, to quickly go on, our first dilemma, which whenever I read this, I thought, yes, this is this is one that you can definitely answer for us because you are you're into your finances would you say trying to be trying to be into I finances should be. Yeah. yeah he my financial advisor um okay so first one is hi guys i'm looking forward to dating after lockdown but basically i'm broke after losing my job yeah so i'm worried if a girl would want to date me and if so where could we date when i am broke it's embarrassing to say that i haven't got much money thank you so much eddie 
per Ellie's like a lot of us for way better. I, th- I think there's strength in numbers there. Yeah, like yeah. I think out of everything this I year. Think, I think we can relate to that. We can, uh, we can relate to it as a couple. Yeah. Everyone can relate to it because obviously everyone's either lost their job, they're part time, like everyone's, I think the majority of people everyone's, have struggled. Everyone's been squeezing their finances yeah. last year for sure. So basically I just wanted, first of all, you're great with your money. Or well, like, I'm trying to become Trying that, to be. Yeah. Also, you're a man and you know, I couldn't really empathise with that coming from a girl's point of view. Yes, I can empathise being broke and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's pressures that come with dating as Perhaps a man. Perhaps societal pressures that comes with being a man and being, per se, the, the breadwinner. Yes. Of the house. And... So basically, he's firstly worried. Um, his first question is, I'm worried if a girl would want to date me. Yeah. Because he's basically broke. He's lost his job, right? So his confidence well, is low. Yeah, well, we... Um... What's the word we should say here? We uh, commiserate. Commiserate or yeah. like sympathise. Yeah, we sympathise. He's not alone. That and He's the not alone. This year's finished. He won't be the only person for sure. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the first thing is that well done for um, sharing his vulnerabilities. Yeah. You know, to, to make, to get strength from that. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's over, it's powering. Um, but I feel like he should not be embarrassed. No. Definitely not. I think that comes to society's kind of silence and the whole money. Like, everyone wants to make everyone believe that they've got money. Mm, a facade. A facade, like. nearly. Yeah. And especially when dating, from a girl's point of view, I'm a bit of a romantic where I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really, like, care about the money. Like, I just want to yeah. be in, in love with someone or connect with someone or blah, blah, blah. But as a woman, there is certain... certain... It's very aspirational, isn't it, though? Yes. Yeah. I feel like if for guys dating online, you know... You kind of want to be with someone that might be broke but has aspirations yeah. to make money to have a to like have a foundation. Whenever you get to a certain age, you're kind of not looking for. Depends what you're looking for. If you're looking to date someone just mm-hmm. for fun, just for maybe sexual interests. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for someone for a partner and to make a family with, you kind of just want someone who's determined. Yeah. Not that they're rich, but they're determined to make yeah. a comfortable life. If you yeah. would agree. Yeah. Um. But his other question I was going to say was. If so, where would we date when I am broke? And this is something where I think we could come into. In a pandemic, dating in a pandemic, we actually haven't had a lot of dates. Define date. Date. So, like, we haven't really... We've been to the cinema once when they reopened. Mm-hmm. We haven't been on holiday. We mm-hmm. haven't Those really... Those are nice. They'd be lovely. Yeah. But we haven't been to restaurants a lot. We haven't, like, done extravagant dates. Our first date was a was a social distance walk around a windmill farm near us. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to say is like he's saying where would we where could we date if I am broke? I recommend that by the way. Yes. Yeah. I actually prefer and anyone that's not coming out of a pandemic, I'm like, do you really chill first date? Because I feel like whenever you Both people are nervous. Yeah. Both people are nervous. And that's healthy, that's normal. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like you don't want to be going on a date and spending as a man, I'm sure, you can probably elaborate on this, you do want to go and spend £100, £200 on a first date, right? That's a very, that'll be a very extravagant date. But you do want to go spend that money. And as a man, as a woman, whenever I would go on a date, I like to split it. I think, yeah. I, I personally believe in a first date, you should f- split the first yeah. date. But I get some guys don't, get some girls go. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm like, this is just a first date, let's split it. Just on that topic, I think even the idea that the female even suggests for splitting it. Yes. I, I think that is the goal and that is great. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I would still like to to pay 100%. Yes. However, even just the idea that 
that the woman wants to suggest to split it, I think that's great mm-hmm. because that says a lot about her character. I feel, mm-hmm. and yeah, you were talking there about um about rich broke all this here and like how the most important thing is like that perhaps the person is motivated to get rich. I think this comes down to mindset, mm-hmm. and I think you can have a rich mindset but be broke on the the balance sheet like in your bank account however you can be broke in your danske bank in your bank account but have a broke mindset and they're two completely different things like for instance you can have a rich mindset and you can foresee and manifest all these things and you're light years ahead of the person that's got a broke mindset Mm -hmm. because it all starts your head like you're manifesting it and like if you even painting an opposite picture here if you um have a broke mindset but are rich per se on your bank account you're not gonna stay rich you're Mm -hmm. gonna go back there like the lottery winner effect's a very real thing like starts your mindset yeah and I even think if I think about the girl I think you need to be honest with people even from the get-go like you've just said they've lost their job Mm -hmm. I think if I was talking to someone communication's key communication is key and just to be like whoa I'm really into you let's go on a date let's do something fun just let you know I've lost my job my I'm not in a financial great place like if somebody said that to me and it's like oh I've just lost my job like I'm broke I don't have a lot of money but I'd be so up for meeting you and see if we can connect I'm actually more interested in connecting that person for sure rather than a bank account but I think for me by saying that like I want to meet someone that's going to be determined to have a comfortable life and to have for money sure, like sure. I don't want to I'm already broke but I don't want to live broke for the rest of no. my life so I think it's depending on what you're looking for however if it is just looking to hook up looking just to connect with someone just looking to meet someone you don't have to tell them oh there's actually xyz in my bank account nobody no. really does that regardless whether no. you're rich or whether you're poor keep that to yourself <laughs> but like you're you're painting out different things there like yeah if, if it's just for a hookup well then there is details you need to divulge like again communication is key yeah however for like a partner perhaps a life partner yeah communication is key but you're going to communicate about more topics yes yeah. and i i think it would be quite cruel and it, I think it's all about the communication and the wording of it. If you were to go to someone and be like, look, I'm really interested in you, let's go out. I'm really sorry, just a minute. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit in a financial difficulty. Mm-hmm. I've lost my job, but love to hang out. There's so much stuff you can do for very little. A social... Literally, Google it. Google it. Social distance walk, a picnic. Literally just make a couple of ham crust sandwiches and go mm-hmm. to the beach. Go for a drive, go for a walk. Moreover, if you're spending money on your first date, first date you're putting the bar high. And yeah like, let's say you are perhaps you don't have much money right now and you're spending so much on your first date well i w- i would kind of suspect that you won't have much money to go on money more dates yeah you know the only t- time you set the bar low is for limbo however i feel like your first date you want to make a connection yeah more than more than impression yeah material yeah for yeah. sure okay so I think that's some good advice. Yeah, I'd say that's some good advice. But I think we are the king and queen of like balling on a budget this year because there's nothing really we can spend our money on in regards to dating or relationship, things like that. Like most of the times we hang out is basically just takeouts, food, coffee, things like that there. If I went through my accounts, I would say that's probably the biggest spend. Yes. Category I spend money on. 
this entire year yeah, yeah and i'm sure whenever we like everything opens up we'll go on more dates like we're we're excited to go and do all that but i'm like for sure you can still make a connection with someone without having the distraction of doing something for sure the whole kind of thing about eliminate is about online dating yeah yeah and being 20 26 nearly 27 you've had your own experience of online dating more yeah. than me yeah more than me that's fair to say yeah yep. i was fresh to the online dating scene when we met and very quickly met you and then this all kind of happened lucky me <laughs> so basically i want to ask you and your how many years do you think first of all were you on online dating before we met each other oh gosh um bear in mind you were single yeah this is my first serious relationship really yeah um I'm going to estimate uh, five years, anyway. Five years? Yeah. Five years of online dating? Yeah. Okay. Um, so within your five years of your own experience, maybe one or two things, but what, or just in generalization, yeah. what is a negative impact or outcome that you personally found from online dating? This could be said for a lot of apps, um, but the, the quick dopamine hits that we get through be it like getting a match or a new message or it just it's it's playing on our dopamine system and it almost is a gamification of of meeting someone and of dating and if I think back it it did turn into like a game in a way mm-hmm. like just swipe 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 mm-hmm. like these app developers have developed these apps in a certain way that they are addictive in a way mm-hmm. um, so I suppose a negative would be the amount of time I spent in it also like your confidence can take hits at times like you do really have to have thick skin you will get ghosted mm-hmm. i suspect ghosted wasn't a term in the oxford dictionary 20 years ago but it's very much a real word now um you really just have to roll the punches um ghosting's a thing don't take it personally um so time consuming and ghosting how that can affect your confidence you really do have to be thick-skinned in your five years experience of online dating yeah. apart from meeting me and a relationship <laughs> which I think is I think everyone would be lying if they I think most people do it for fun I'm sure you've done it just for fun I, I, I feel like remove the word just there just okay but a certain part of the, the algorithm yeah, yeah. A certain part of the reason but I feel like everyone uses online dating for the hopes to find someone very much so it's very aspirational like we've all grown up watching Disney movies we all want to meet that yeah. princess or that prince you know it's 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 in us for sure yeah I think I think a lot of people can just kind of like slide it off that like oh I'm just on it just for fun or I'm just yeah. doing I think like there is that element of it like everyone should take it light hearted because it isn't very much so yeah it shouldn't be as serious it's, it as shouldn't people be, no. but I do feel like everyone that's on it have some seed of hope that they'll find someone. Yeah, and I think that's good to have. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. But what what else would you say in rela- in terms of like individually, how positive was it for you? In short, it was fantastic because um, as many of you will know, like a lot of us are from rural areas where it's not possible to see all these people. Yeah. Um, whereas when you go on to apps such as Tinder and Bumble, like you see these this array of people and you're like wow i'm not the only young person here wow they're so attractive like so vibrant yeah i'm not the only young person here what 
Um, and even like the people you meet in the like just like obviously now you know it is very time consuming, but you do meet these individuals, these characters that you know the stories will stick with you, and if it does go well, you do meet them, and at worst. You know, you've you've maybe met them at a bar or something like that. There, you've shared a drink. You've had a good time, and it's almost like it's made that process of meeting someone that can be difficult at times, especially right now. Like, I would say loneliness is probably at an all time high. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make that easier. Um, highlights was not the question really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think about going to going to California. By myself, um, in January twenty eighteen, um, I really didn't feel lonely out there at all. It's only when I came back and looked back and thought, "Gosh, you must be lonely out there." If I was being self aware, aware of myself, and the truth was, I really wasn't. And apps such as Tinder and Bumble played a small role in that because it was just a a few clicks away before you know it, I was talking to someone, and of course, out in America, I was playing the Irish potty card and that. That, mm-hmm. that worked well and looking back you find yourself in situations that wouldn't have happened as easily organically mm-hmm. it's almost like a shortcut to getting mm-hmm. into these situations so like the people you meet yeah that's definitely how that yeah like the connecting you to people you'd never even completely see before because completely. I feel like the only way you can really meet people is in circumstances yeah. so that's whether you're in a church or a club or yeah. a nightclub, it is only if you're there at the same time as someone else, that's the mm-hmm. only time you're ever going to meet someone. But online dating can connect you with people that you would never cross paths with. And so. that's even with me and you. Like, I went, grew up in a Protestant home and school and everything, and you were the Catholic. I'm a Catholic. You're a cheeky Catholic boy. And, you know, even though we live minutes. Minutes minutes and we're so we live in the back ass of nowhere like and nobody knows where we live because it's so rural yeah but and i we never we never thought we said all the time we would we never thought we'd meet someone or be with someone from home that makes sense yeah i kind of give up hope on that you give us. up on that because yeah. you know whenever you move away from home you get, you hit that small time mentality small time mentality yeah and like i never thought i'd meet someone so open-minded so so close, close to home. Yeah, yeah and absolutely the same for me and i feel like if we yes we had the time and the place where it was locked down we both moved back mm-hmm. in for parents we were still in the same location as mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. but we would have never crossed paths it's very unlikely because it's very unlikely i study in belfast you study in korean um or social settings we've went through so more they, they don't match up like none of the places we want like we don't go to the same places yeah um we just probably would not have met each we other. We would have never, genuinely, no. like, so that's what I have to be grateful for, is that, like, yeah, I met you, so and you've met other people, but I feel like it's just kind of, like, you can be more selective as well. Very much so, and I think that's important to do, so, like, yeah, I feel take, like, take pride in the people you meet, like. Yeah, and just to, like, quickly jump into a conversation we even had last night, where there was a thing on Twitter, and you showed me, and it was about that, like, the rate of young males like having sex was like was that the graph that was showing yes. that young male virginity is like at an all-time high yeah not surprised yeah yeah a young me- say that again just so that they understand it was i am not surprised but it was what was the graph oh so basically what it was it was a graph that was showing um the rate of young male virginity and that how from 
I th- I think, I think it was, was 2018. I think it was 2008. 2008. Yeah, okay. 2008. Um, it's been steadily rising since then. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not surprised, you know, with the rise of social media, it's actually had the counter action of making us less social. Mm-hmm. And it's actually had the action of making us, I suppose speaking for us men, like perhaps less confident speaking to females out in, out in the wild, out in the street. Literally. Yeah, because nobody really talks. No, we're also, and now that's been completely magnified by, by lockdown and corona and like, you know, we'll look back in years to come and we'll see the facts of this, but like, we're all so standoffish from each other and mm-hmm. I suspect it'll be hard to reverse that. Yeah, definitely. And basically, I think that, I feel like men and women, I think with other dangers of online, it's so good because you get to see so many different types of people. For sure. For sure. But on the other hand, I feel like you won't ever be satisfied in some mm, aspects, yeah. that you'll constantly be comparing. Very much so. Comparison is a really Comparison. And I feel like you nearly feel like you like one aspect of that person, one aspect of that person, one aspect of that person. Yeah. And we do this Frankenstein thing in our heads where like we're trying to like combine body parts of people to make this perfect. To make, to make. They don't exist, by the way. They don't exist. And I feel like social media and online dating yeah. can sometimes be great because if you're a person and you feel a bit stuck in your community or your environment and you feel like i'm never going to find someone that provides re- online communities in a way doesn't yeah it? it provides another community or just to show you like i feel like sometimes you can kind of feel like oh there's nobody like me out there there's nobody yeah. the same Which views is not true at all or the same morals but then you actually find that whenever you go look in for these things or these people they're usually online <laughs> and but with the other flip side it's kind of like good and bad i feel like your comparison You'll never be satisfied or never want to take the time to really understand people or connect with people because you'll just be on to the next person, the next person, the next person yeah. until everyone wants to try and find that kind of fairy tale Disney. Boom, there is the perfect person. But I feel like there's a perfect person for everyone. I believe that, yeah. But I don't feel like there's ever going to be a perfect person. And I kind of kind of make that. It's kind of like if you aren't, if you don't think you're perfect, if you don't think you're at the most highest standards you'll ever, ever be. Yeah. You know, like, we're all flawed and we're all imperfect yeah. or imperfections. And I want to meet someone that's going to fall in love with my imperfections. So, and yeah. even deal with that and, like, know yeah. how to navigate that. Because I, I would never expect someone to turn around to me and be like, you're not perfect. Or, like, you're not perfect enough. Because I would hate that. Like, I'd be like... I have so many flaws. Like, I will never meet that expectation. Yeah. But we actually put that expectation on everyone else. We do, yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So kind of saying that, like, we have to have expectations of what we want. Yeah. And we all should have high expectations. Very much so, yeah, very much so. <laughs> we all should have the expectations of what we want for someone in our life. Mm-hmm. But we should kind of take this pressure off that they have to be perfect because we are not perfect. Absolutely not, no. I think you should strive for progress instead of perfection. Yeah. But I feel like some people can kind of be like, oh, well, that's just settling or that's not having high standards. You can have high standards without thinking that someone is perfect. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Very much so. Everyone should have. Things. Yeah. They're yeah. two different things. Definitely. Um, and I, I guess just ending it all then is I like to end the little podcast with a little quote or a little saying or something that you kind of stand by or live by or advice for anyone else that's trying to navigate life, relationships, money, the whole shebang. Is there anything that you could just like to yeah, say? Yeah, thank you for asking me that. 
I do. You're going to die. <laughs> no, seriously, you are going to die. And you should look at that in a very liberal sense. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's making it alive. So, like, you make mistakes and make more mistakes. And when you've finished making more mistakes, make more mistakes again. And when you make enough mistakes, you'll actually find something good, just like I have this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, don't take yourself too serious either. I think you know. we're also young and everyone online yeah. can range from really young to really old. Yeah. But I feel like we're all really young. Yeah. And everything is going to work out the way we want it. And I'm sure, like, maybe she want to delve into as well, just before we end, that I'm sure there was moments. I'm sure a lot of young people and a lot of people from all over ages that are single at the minute are going through that kind of limbo of, like, oh, am I ever going to meet someone or a bit lonely? Yeah, of but course. I, I, I've been in that case. Yeah, like, how did you I'm get through sure, that? I'm sure we all have. Um, I think you probably have to take a step away from your phone at that point and take a step away from from like dating apps and fall in love with yourself again mm-hmm. like go out through the door breathe in that fresh air go for a walk listen to a podcast um, fall in love with yourself again because you should love yourself you can't love yourself you can't like, mm-hmm. you can't love anyone else can you really yeah um they know what else to say about that no that that's great that's good thanks for coming on to my podcast it was a pleasure we <laughs> should do this more often we should do we should do this more often or have our little therapy sessions with each other because they might do it that'll be 20 pound now please 20 pound now please we'll sort out your life for 20 pound per query <laughs> we could make a pure yeah. business out of this yeah <laughs> but anyway we hope that um eddie finds love with his money problems yeah and we hope that anyone else listening could find something good or some advice or just keep going guys keep going (laughs) okay thank you so much and see you in the next one